This episode of Soul Food is brought to you by Seekers Hub, a global Islamic seminary that provides free Islamic education to millions of Muslims around the world. To begin your journey, visit seekershub.org. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 7 of Soul Food where we're going to talk about breaking the fast. And in this episode we will cover the virtue of hastening to break the fast. We'll talk about what the Prophet ﷺ preferred to break his fast with. And then lastly we'll talk about the dua when breaking the fast. And this is all to kind of highlight the importance and the beauty and the benefit in following in the footsteps of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, especially in this month of Ramadan, and that everything that we're doing in this month are things that he taught us. Salawatullahi wa alayh. On the authority of Sahal ibn Sa'd al-Sa'idi, may God be well pleased with them, who said that the Messenger of God, sallallahu alayhi wa said, people will still be in a good state as long as they hasten to break their fast. And in another narration it adds, and delay their suhoor. So in other words, the Prophet ﷺ is teaching us that as long as people are quick to break their fast, as soon as Maghrib comes in, and we're certain that it comes in, that we should break our fast. And that we should delay our suhoor to about 20 minutes or so before Fajr that the Prophet ﷺ said that people will still be in a good state as long as they do that. And scholars say this is because all good, all benefit, everything in your life that benefits you and everything that benefits you in your hereafter is embodied in following the Prophet ﷺ inwardly and outwardly. Every good thing, every beloved thing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is found in Him. So if you're fooled by your nafs, because one of the things that can happen is people can fall into something called false piety and people are breaking their fast when, you know, Maghrib comes in and people are eating their dates. Your nafs can tell you, you know what, wait a little bit longer. You're better than other people. You can do it. And you start to think that because you're able to hold out, maybe you're better than other people. Whereas the reality is that there's more reward and more benefit and it is more beloved to Allah to actually hasten to break your fast because it's over. You've done what you need to do for Allah and you don't need to prove anything to yourself and you don't need to prove anything more to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that every good is in following the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he hastened to break his fast. As one of the great scholars of Islam, Imam al-Junaid al-Baghdadi, he said, all the doors to God are closed except for someone who follows in the footsteps of the messenger. So if you think, if your nafs thinks that you can do something better than the way of the messenger وسلم, then you're only fooling yourself. And he recommended وسلم, that we hasten to break the fast. 
and that holding on to his way is a sign of goodness and abandoning it, which is why he said people will still be in a good state as long as they do this. Why? Because they see things through the lens of revelation and they follow in the footsteps of the Messenger And abandoning his way is a sign of destruction and loss and a sign of failure. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protection from that. So how would the Prophet break his fast? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if any of you breaks his fast, his or her fast, then let them break their fast with a date, for it is a blessing. Once again, in the last episode, we talked about barakah and blessing, that you seek what Allah brings blessing into your life through. So if you break your fast with a date, it is a blessing. And if he does not find a date, then let him or her break their fast with water, for it is pure. So the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he would generally break his fast with three dates. And if dates were not available, he would either have water or he would break his fast on something uncooked, something that was not touched by fire. In other words, raw food, whether that's a vegetable or a fruit or honey or anything of that nature, rather than jumping into the cooked food immediately, that he would start off with dates and water and then that would bring energy back into the system, then he would eat other things, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And it's amazing how in today's day and age, they're finding all of these health benefits in eating dates, and health benefits in fasting as well. So when he, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, says it's a blessing, then it's something worth taking advantage of and something worth taking seriously. So when we break our fast, we should start with dates. And if we can't do that, then we should have water. And if we can't do that, we should have any other uncooked food. You don't even have that, then anything that is permissible to eat is good to break your fast with. It's not about making it hard for yourself, but it's about seeking that blessing. So that brings us to the next point about making dua, praying, making a prayer when you break your fast. And this is another thing that is such a blessing in Ramadan is that Allah gives us so many opportunities in this blessed month that every single act of worship, every sunnah, every beautiful thing that we do is an opportunity. It really is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet wasallam he said, the prayer of a fasting person when he breaks his fast is not rejected. So once again, all of these things that we're doing, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is opening up the doors of acceptance, is opening up the doors of answering these prayers. So he taught us that a prayer of a fasting person when they break their fast is not rejected. So when you break your fast, it's not just something where you're overtaken by the desire for food, but you recognize this is a blessed moment. This is a moment where Allah will accept what you ask of Him. And the Prophet ﷺ also said in another hadith that three types of people whose prayer is not rejected are a fasting person until he breaks his fast. So in this hadith, it indicates that the entire day your dua is accepted, your prayers are accepted up until the moment you break your fast and especially at the moment that you break your fast. The second category of person is a just ruler is someone who is fair and just, and they rule over other people. And that's because those kinds of people are rare. 
And then the third kind of person is an oppressed person whose prayer is lifted above the clouds and the gates of heavens are opened for the prayer. Then the Lord says, by my might and majesty, I will give you victory even if it is at a later time. I will give you victory. I swear by my might and majesty, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that I will give you victory even if it is at a later time. That these are three categories of people whose dua is accepted. So we should take advantage of that time of breaking our fast and we should also say the dua of the Prophet ﷺ and this will be in the show notes if you want to read it where the Prophet ﷺ would say Allahumma laka sumt wa ala rizqika aftart faghfir lana ma qaddamna wa ma akharna Oh Allah, I have fasted for you I have fasted for you. And once again, it goes back to doing acts of worship out of love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that Allah says, fasting is mine and I give its reward directly. So the Prophet would say, Allahumma laka sumt, for you I have fasted. Wa ala rizqika aftart. And with your provisions, I have broken my fast. So forgive what is past and what is to come. So this is a beautiful dua of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him. You can find it in the show notes. So make sure at the time of breaking your fast to follow in the footsteps of the most honored and elevated and beloved of all creation, Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and to make sure to take advantage of that time of dua that you sit for a moment and you bring your heart to presence and you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you praise Him and you thank Him and you ask for whatever needs you have for yourself and for your loved ones and for the entire ummah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So that is the call to action today when you're breaking your fast. Just have a few moments of stillness and say the dua of the Prophet. And in addition to that, add any duas that come from your heart and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his acceptance and his love and his mercy. May we all be granted those higher levels of nearness and higher levels of love and higher levels of mercy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows and bounty and blessings upon his creation. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who follow in the footsteps of the Prophet and adorn us and beautify us inwardly and outwardly with his noble way and make us people who always remember others in our dua and that we also make dua for those who are oppressed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them alleviation wherever they may be all over the world, known and unknown, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect them and give them safety and security and withhold the hands of oppressors from harming them. Ameen, ameen. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Walhamdulillahi rabbil Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show. 